I know what it's like to feel invisible, to think it's too late to become what you've always wanted to be. You feel like it's too late to have more life. I felt that way too, but when I lost my brother to cancer, he made me realize I have way more life to live. And I discovered the choice was mine to live it or not. I know you want to become confident and empowered, and you deserve to step into that life you are yearning for. I'm Carrie V, and I get it. There is more greatness to come in your life, and I know you can feel it. I've made a choice to live my big life. Now it is your turn to be empowered and step into the life that has always been yours. It's time for you to step off the sidelines and into your own life, the one you were created to live. It's easier than you think. I believe in you. In fact, I am your biggest fan. So let's get started. We end every episode of Coffee and Tea with Carrie V with a journal prompt or a writing prompt. Same thing. Why do we do that? Why am I always talking about journaling? And why do we end every episode with a journal slash writing prompt? I'm glad you asked. Journaling has been known to reduce stress, manage depression and anxiety, prioritize your fears and concerns, gives you an opportunity to recognize triggers, allows a space for positive encouragement and positive self-talk. The act of writing itself has been shown to improve blood pressure levels and improve your mood and increase those feel-good hormones, those, those feelings of well-being, with the functioning of the immune system and improving memory. Those are some pretty awesome benefits simply from taking time in your day to write. Your thoughts, your dreams, your goals. I believe in the benefits of journaling so much that I created a document for you, 30 Days of Journal Prompts. If you head to the link in the show notes, this is a free resource for you so that you can start your journaling journey with me. 30 Days of Journaling with Carrie V. Head to the link in the show notes and grab your copy today. What would you do? If a soldier sitting next to you on a plane said, thanks for the hand cream. Dry hands are harder to handle than my fear. Thanks for the offer to send some more over to me where I'm deployed. But truthfully, unless the whole unit gets some, it's not fair. What would you do? How would you respond? Our guest today, Trish Schallenberger, is someone who actually had that conversation in today's episode of Coffee and Tea with Carrie V, Trish is going to walk us on a journey from that conversation all the way to today and what has been happening in a soldier's hands. Have your tissues ready for this one. Trish, take it away. Trish, welcome to Coffee and Tea with Carrie V. I'm so excited to have you here. Thank you. I am honored and grateful to be here. So thank you. You're very welcome. And I love, I love your I am enough back there. That's beautiful. I Absolutely keep beautiful. sticking it back to the wall because the enough wants to come off ironically. <laughs> so I keep pushing it back. It's yeah, I like it too. It's beautiful and true. So we want to know who Trish is and what makes you tick. Okay. 
What loaded makes question. me tick? Yeah, that is a loaded question. I didn't know you were going to start there. <laughs> <laughs> it can um, be it can be whatever you want to share with us, Trish. Just let it all out. So, you know, I am, I guess, first and foremost, I'm a mom of four children. Um, they are 23, 21, 17, and 14. So we're still kind of in the thick of it, which sure are. Yeah. I don't necessarily want to get out of that either. Yeah. Um, Yeah. I'm not looking forward to them, you know, leaving. No. Um, Yeah. And um, I'm a founder of a soldier's hands, which we will talk about. And then I'm also a consultant with uh, Mary Kay and have done that so that I could still be home with our kids. Um, I wanted to be home with them while raising them, but I also needed something for me. And so that's where the Mary Kay piece came in. I love that. And you can tell because you are radiant. Oh, absolutely. Thank you. You're welcome. So can I share with you how a soldier's hands came to be? I absolutely, I want you to tell us all about a soldier's hands because I love, I, I love the whole concept of it. Okay. So, um, I don't come from a military family. So uh, it's not that I'm following that passion because someone served. Um, It started all from a plane ride. Really? Yes. And I can tell you the date. It was August 1st, uh, 2007. And I was in Texas at a conference and I was trying to fly home. And I've attended, I've gone to Dallas for years and it's never rained before. But this day, there was a just a deluge, deluge. Yes, coming down. So it would the rain was coming sideways because wow. the wind was so strong. So that kind of put everything at the airport on pause. Yes. So we're sitting there. The flights are just being they're just stacking up. Um, all these people are trying to go standby because they want to leave. But there aren't, there are no planes leaving. <laughs> yeah. Right. So they even asked if I would be willing to uh, stay another night and go the next day. And although that did have its appeal, because at the time our children were nine, seven, four, and one. <laughs> I can see how that would have an appeal. <laughs> there is a strong appeal, but I knew, I, I knew that if I didn't go home, I might as well not go home because. <laughs> My husband needed me to come home. Yes. (laughs) Right. So I declined that. And then sometime earlier in that week, I guess when I was uh, printing my boarding pass, I moved my seat in the flight, in the plane, Mm -hmm. which I've never done before and have never done since. Uh So it was a divine intervention. Completely. So we board this flight. It's about three and a half hours late. Mm-hmm. And there's one empty seat on this flight. Mm. So I'm by the window. The middle seat is empty. And next to me is this young man who reminded me of Opie from the Annie Griffith show. Yes. 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 Really fair, freckles, really short hair, Auburn cast to it. Um, and because the middle seat's empty, we put our stuff in the middle And I immediately started talking to him. Mm -hmm. And you know, you know, when you fly, you might say hello to that person, but you're not going to have a conversation. Yeah. So I immediately noticed his hands were a mess. 
The tops were really sunburned because he was very fair. And then the palms had these quarter size whelps on them. Wow. And they were raw and they looked painful. And so I got him at the plane was filled with Mary Kay consultants. Now I was not prepared, but someone on that plane was, (laughs) and I got him hand cream and he used this whole tube before we ever landed. And he was so appreciative because it, it calmed his skin. Wow. So we talked and we talked and we talked and he shared that he was um, 19. He was attending Auburn university. His name is Mark. And Mark was um, attending school on an ROTC scholarship. And that was the only way he was going to school. And his number had been called. Wow. So he was pulled out of that. He was a part of the Army Guard. They were at Fort Hood training. And he was on his way to Iraq. Wow. He shared lots of things with me. Um, But again, because that middle seat was empty. And he shared that, um, you know, he was a Christian and he wasn't afraid of dying. He, he knew how that story was going to end, but what he was afraid of was being sunburned. Really? He said, I can't handle Texas. And he shows me his hands. You know, how am I going to, how am I going to handle Iraq? You know, it's, it, and it is hot in, in Texas in August, it's a hundred degrees He said, but that's nothing compared to where I'm going. Wow. And he said, and I think I'm as prepared as I can be at 19, mind you. He said, because I am third generation military. You know, this is the lifestyle. This is what, this is all I know. Yeah. He said, but I'm still concerned about the sun. So I said, Mark, I'll take care of you. It was just a logical thing to say you know it was just it felt very natural for say I'll send you sunscreen I can take care of you and Carrie he says to me he said I you know I appreciate that he said but I'm uncomfortable receiving something from you knowing that not everyone will receive a care package not everyone's going to receive a mail call wow chills up my spine I mean what 19 year old thinks that way he was thinking of his military family yeah. More than what he just declared that his biggest fear was. So I said, without hesitation, I'll send some to your whole unit. How many is in your unit? And he said, 177. Wow. Well, that's what I thought. Too. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. That's more than 10, right? <laughs> that's more than 10. And I, I said, okay, I I said, I, you know, I was nervous by that number. I said, I I have no idea how this is going to happen, but you can count on me and it will. And so I got home. I told everyone I knew, I said, I met this young man on an airplane. I um, shared with him that I would take care of his unit and you gotta, you gotta help me keep my promise. Yeah. And so Thanksgiving day, 2007, he emails me from Iraq, which is also amazing, right? Yeah. And he says, today is the best day that we've had since we deployed. He said, I got to be Santa Claus. And he said, and I handed a care package out to every single person in my unit. He said, and I knew there would be one for everybody because you said there would be. And so he trusted what I said. 
Wow. And he said, you have to know that there are grown men crying because they've never received anything. And they, they were all from Alabama. They left Alabama in March. And so from March to Thanksgiving, no one has sent them anything. Wow. So I thought, okay, we got to do it again. And so we did it again. We sent again to that um, same unit. And when that unit came home, so what happens is when they leave from one base, regardless of where their home base is, they come back to that base. So they left from Fort Dix, New Jersey. And when they came back, they invited our family to join them. Wow. We're the only civilians at this welcome home party. Wow. And it still gets me. They, they were lining up to thank us for sending the basics to them, right? Yeah. Instead of us standing in line thanking them. Wow. And it was, it was one of the most impactful encounters that I have ever had. We, um, so our kids made them a banner, a welcome home banner, and they signed it. And I noticed that the, um, the troops were signing it. Yeah. And so when we went to leave, they said, aren't you going to take your sign? And I said, no, we, you know, we made it for you. And he said, no, no, we signed it for you. So I still have that hanging in our, um, oh, wow. in my office. And How I look powerful. at that and I can see, you know, their names and that's how a soldier's hands started. I didn't find this. This found me. And um, it just, the dominoes were falling and we just followed them. So from that unit, another uh, one of the gentlemen in that unit are enlisted, re-enlisted. And he said, do you remember me? Which, of course, I did because I had met him in New Jersey. And he said, I, you know, I, I signed up again. Do you think you could send care packages to our unit? And when I have a buddy too, do you think you could send it to his unit? And that's, that's how the ball got going. Um, and ironically, it wasn't, it, it was not our intention to become a nonprofit. I mean, this was none of my intention, quite yeah. frankly. <laughs> um, <laughs> and just this week um, we were, filling out tax papers somehow I didn't we did not do taxes for 2019 yeah <laughs> it's really no big deal we, we will do it but I had to go back and get some information from it yeah. and it was so interesting to go and look through the history because I never really kept a record of it because it wasn't going to be anything yeah in some cases I have no idea where these troops came from how they contacted us who referred them? I, I just don't have those pieces. I all we all I know is that we just followed whatever was next, even though we didn't necessarily know what that was. Yeah. I don't know if that makes sense. It makes perfect sense. It it makes absolutely perfect sense. That's the way that the best dreams grow. So you just take the next step. You don't know what step ten is. You think you know, but you don't. You don't, because when you got on that plane that day, you didn't know you were sitting next to him. You had no idea of what was about to happen in your life. That probably wasn't even as part of your goal. No. 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 
But there you were taking those steps. So tell us what's happened since then, then. So, so I, um, so we just, we just kept going to these smaller units would come to us. And then in 2013, um, someone from Fort Hood contacted us with this amazingly sweet Southern accent. And he said, um, you know, I hear that you send care packages to the troops. Do you think you can help us? And so I said, how many is in your unit? (laughs) You learned to ask that, right? (laughs) Absolutely. And so he said, oh, honey, you better sit down. And I'm like, oh, my goodness, what's he going to say? And he said, it's a battalion. Doesn't that sound big? It does sound big. I said, so what does that mean? And he said, 800. Wow. So from 177 to 800, that's a big, that's a big leap. So, you know, as this whole story has happened, I went back to the people that had supported us along the way. And this particular email, I didn't blind copy anybody. I put it out there so people could see how many was on the email list because I was thanking them for what we had just accomplished. And I wanted them to see that it doesn't take a whole lot of people to make a huge impact. So I thanked them. And then I said, okay, so this is what we're presented with. What do you think? And they came back with me immediately. And they said, with God, all things are possible. Don't worry about how it's going to get done. Just get done. Just get started. We just need to get started. We got your back. And they kept rolling in and rolling in. And one lady who was an accountant who thought very mathematically, yeah, she counted all the people on the email thread. And she said, instead of thinking of 800, if we take 800 and divide it by the number of people on this email thread, um, I come up with 69. So if you take 69 times 13, that's 800. We just need to identify 69 people that are willing to sell 13 care packages and we're done. Wow. So she chunked it down, which obviously, you know, when we're going after a big goal, when you chunk it down, it's a lot easier. Yes. So I said, okay. So I said back to this guy too, I don't know how it's going to be done, but my team says we're on. So we're on. And it was at that time, that was 2013 that, I thought we either, I'm going to quit. This is going to be the end of it because I can't quite think bigger than that. Or we needed to get serious and really do something. And so that's what happened. That's when we became an official 501c3. Wow. And so since then, I mean, tell me, like, keep us going. Because we're all going, okay, tell us more. So since then, um, we completed... Well, we've done lots of units in between, but we in 2018, we completed the USS Reagan, which the Reagan is, if you can imagine, is the size of three football fields. Wow. And it had 3,200 sailors on it. Wow. Yes. So that is our largest project to date. And that took a year and a half to do, um, but... In doing that, it stretched our minds of what's possible. Yeah. And that we don't have to have all the answers. Yeah. 
Um, so yes. So we supported, um, and how the, so everything has come with kind of a God wink. Have you heard that phrase? Yes. Recently. And I love that phrase. Yeah. So Squire Rush now coined that phrase that when nothing makes sense in our mind, it does through the eyes of God and through our faith. Yes. And so, um, Someone, I can't even remember who, reached out to us when the USS, Fitch, USS Fitzgerald, do you remember when there was all those accidents and that was an accident in Japan yes. and their morale was really low and someone reached out to us, can you serve them? And we happened to have everything in stock and we did. We, we got that out within the week. And the commander of that unit the commander of the USS Fitzgerald wrote on his stationery a thank you letter, two actually, to show us that, you know, that they were being remembered, that they were being acknowledged, that they were really suffering. You know, they had lost members on that, uh, you know, ship, but they had to continue on. And so they were just so appreciative. Then the rear admiral of the entire seventh fleet sent a letter acknowledging that we serve them and what a difference that it makes. And then I saw the rear admiral on the TV because the Reagan had an accident. There was a helicopter coming on the plane and they didn't quite land correctly. And I I don't remember the exact number, so I don't want to say, but some perished in that accident. Mm -hmm. And I saw the rear admiral on the television. And I said to my husband, we received a letter from him. And then he talked about just the morale of, because that, the, the, there were so many accidents within the seventh fleet. Yeah. So I said to Jeff, I said, there's our next unit. And he said, you know, that's really, really big. (laughs) (laughs) And I said, "I, I don't, I don't care. I'm just following following what is being presented and then we'll figure it out. And that was a big one to figure out. Yeah. Um, But so to date we've, we've shipped um, over 15,000 care packages or candy bags, or we partner with the Girl Scouts and get them involved to, um, to ship them. We've shipped to Africa, to Italy, Iraq, Afghanistan, Qatar, um, Bahrain, Germany, and then places, of course, that I don't, we don't know. Yeah. Um, you know, because we're not privy to, to a lot of this um, information. Yes. So, so how, tell walk us through, how does it work? You're saying you sent these boxes. Do people send the box? Do they send you money and you put the box together? How does, how does this all work now? So we are partnering with a company called Badger Bomb. Are you familiar with that? No. They're in New Hampshire. So it's a privately held family business made in America. And they have partnered with us. They give us a really decent price on it because we're purchasing in bulk. Mm -hmm. So we do the purchasing. So we take the monetary donations and then take care of what needs to go in the care packages. So we send sunscreen, a lip balm, a hand balm, of course, because that's where it started. Um, We send a letter. So we get schools involved. We get senior centers involved. We get retirees involved that, 
you know, want to have something to do that's bigger than themselves. We work with, um, you know, kids with challenges and give them a piece of the puzzle to, um, to work on. So that has come out of this is this, um, you know, speaking to schools and trying to impart to them that it's not all about receiving and that it's in the giving and what, what we can get out of giving and what a difference that their words make and the power that they have with their words. Yeah. And then the other piece is, oh shoot, you know, I don't have it in front of me. It's a um, star. So we take retired flags, we cut them out the star and we put enclose it in a little bag. This also goes in the care package. And on the back of it, it says that um, I came from a retired flag. I can no longer fly because the wind and sun have caused me to come tattered and torn. Please carry me as a reminder that you're not forgotten. Oh. I know. So they will, <laughs> they will take them and put them in their just pockets because they're small, you know, yeah. and it's tactile. Or I've had a letter where they've put it in the inside of their helmet yeah. or something. And it's just, you know, they've earned it. So people yeah. that have served their family members that have served, they are, um, they can receive those stars. Yeah. Us civilians cannot because they've wow. earned that. And then, so, and then we include candy as well, because I, like candy. I love that you put candy in there. <laughs> so <laughs> where do you get the retired flags? Are they from like over the Capitol? Where do you get the retired flags? So um, the uh, American legions, the mm-hmm. VFWs, they typically have uh, post oh, like, um, like an old fashioned mailbox. Yeah. And they will collect the flags. And then, so they know me now in State College and they know me in Yardley. And so they will save them for me and then I'll, and then I'll get them. Wow. And then, so so then I'll take that and I'll, and then I'll partner with the Girl Scouts or the Boy Scouts or a senior group that can still, you know, do the cutting, you know, have the dexterity to do the cutting. Um, because that's just a late, you know, it's just labor, but they, but it's, but it's helpful labor. Wow. Yeah. It's labor with a purpose. So labor with a purpose, right? Yeah. So where do you see this going? Where, what is your vision for a soldier's hands? You know, I had someone say to me recently, we're not even at war. You know, what are you, what are you doing? What, you know, you're not. What, what purpose are you making in doing this? We still have people that are not home. Yeah. That are, right. So, it, you know, the biggest vision that I have is that everyone would get that mail call. Yes. And so if there are a quarter of a million people that are not home, then that would ultimately be, be my goal. Wow. And it, it shocks me that somebody would say something like that. Like, I just want their name. I would like to go beat some sense into them. They obviously don't have anyone they love overseas. The thing is, whether we are, quote unquote, at war, our troops are stationed away from home. And how many of them, like that first troop where they hadn't received anything in all those months, how many of our troops are 
are in that same situation. They just need to know someone cares. We all need that. We all need that someone cares. We all, it's a basic human need. So whether or not we are actively in a quote unquote war or not, our soldiers are being trained so that when the hammer does fall, they're ready. So does that mean they don't deserve to have someone care unless there's an active war going on? That doesn't make any sense to me at all. Well, you know, we, I learned that you had to be careful who you listen to, right? Yes. And where you get your information and that you have to be, you know, I have to be solid in what my belief is. And I know mm-hmm. that, I, that, that we are making a difference. In fact, one of the guys that are, was from that first unit re-enlisted and he, and he, and he's the, um, command commander, master chief. I don't know. Again, it's like this whole language, right? Yes. Um, and he is, he, he and 403 men are in Northern Iraq on the border of Syria. And I've been texting him. He's, you know, he's from Alabama and Alabama was playing basketball and I was get, shooting him the score and that sort of thing. And, and his wife sent me a letter and he said, Trish, you know, it's just, this is just as important as it was back in 2007. He said, cause some of those guys in his unit won't ever get anything unless you send it to them. Oh. Wow. And I thought, you know, the thought yeah. on that one, on the airplane, it just came to me again was, you know, because our kids were little, I thought, what if Santa Claus came and brought two gifts for our four children? How would I divide that up? Yeah. Wow. This so is we don't want any dividing up. Very powerful. And I'm, I mean, I'm glad that you didn't take those words and say, yeah, you're right. We're not at war. We'll just put this on hold until. I'm glad that you are strong enough in your belief of how powerful this is because it is. So how can we, how can we get involved? Because I'm like, I'm no, I'm ready. I'm like, okay, tell me what I got to do. I'm there. I can drive to state college. I can cut stars. What do you need me to do? (laughs) (laughs) You know, um, having this opportunity and the, and your platform to just share this story um, is huge. And that, and that, you know, I, because Every time I've shared this, something good has happened. Yeah. I just don't know what that is. And mm-hmm. so that's where my faith comes in that something will happen. Something good will happen. Yeah. Um, so I appreciate that in itself. Um, you can collect stars. You can collect okay. flags, rather. You can write letters. You can, you know, share this when we're allowed to be with people again. You know, I see churches doing this as a as a church project. Schools have adopted it, you know, they adopt a unit because the lessons that we all can learn from them, but particularly, you know, if you're a kid and you're not doing, if you're not in church and you're not doing any a service club, where are they getting that aspect from? Yeah. So I would like to be that piece that they get it from. Yes. Um, and then of course money and, and I will say, I, I don't take a salary. So your money goes to, um, supporting our deployed. I love that. So that everyone that. does get that mail call. And where can we, where can we make that donation? 
You can do it right on our website, which is a soldier's hands. And Carrie, I want to share one other thing. So yes, I, I've talked with Mark. I've stayed in contact with him um, this whole time. And he shared with me many years later that, you know, when we left the airplane, he went one way and I went the other to go home. And he said he shared um, with his buddies that he met this lady on an airplane and she's going to send us care packages for all of us. And he said, and do you know what they did? And I said, what? And he said, they laughed at me. They said, yeah, right. Some woman you met on an airplane is going to send you care packages. And he said that Thanksgiving day, he said, they aren't laughing anymore. (laughs) And so our word and our commitment you know, if when that's broken, it's so hard to to re, to get it back. But he yeah. believed in me enough to to stand up to them. It's so incredible this entire vision, mission, vision and mission that you have is just—it's overwhelming to me. I've had a hard time not breaking down the whole time you've been talking. Just thinking. And I do come from a military family. So I'm envisioning my dad and my uncle and my aunt. I'm envisioning all of them being in one of those troops that is getting that care package and how amazing that would have been for them. You know, I mean, we're talking obviously years and years and years ago, but it just feeds my soul. What you do is such, it's such an encouragement to me that there are people that are following those nudges even when it doesn't make sense, that God wink, you know, God winking and saying, I got this. You just, you just have to follow. And that's what's sustained because there were times I thought, what, what am I doing? But then something else will happen. And ironically, when that gentleman was telling me that, you know, that I really wasn't making an impact, I got a uh, text from Todd Till that's in Northern Iraq saying, we got your packages and how grateful he was to know that everyone was going to be seen. Yes. Yes. So let me just tell you, you are making a difference. I don't care what anybody, whatever anybody else says. Those words can be hurtful, but those words that put our mission, our vision, and our faith to the test really are a blessing because they make us stronger in our resolve. Really, don't believe me, just watch. Just watch. This is an amazing, amazing thing you have going. And I just, I can't wait to help spread this word around. It's my dad, my dad didn't talk much about his time in the Navy until my kids. So all the time when we were kids growing up, it took one of my daughters who was doing a school project to start asking him questions that the stories started to come out. And my aunt has shared some things with me about her time in Vietnam and just unless you've been there, you, I don't think you can truly appreciate it. I know I can't. I mean, I've heard the stories, but I, I can't fully grasp some of the horrors that they see. My dad would talk about, he was on a naval ship and he would talk about planes that would come in and the big hooks wouldn't grab the plane right and they would go right off the side. And they weren't just planes. Those were his friends. Right. My aunt would talk about taking boots off a soldier, a GI that came in. She was a nurse in the Vietnam War. 
And when they took the boots off, the feet stayed in the boots. I can't Uh. even imagine that. And I can't imagine being that soldier and never having any contact from home, never having anybody care that they're there literally risking their life. So we wake up every day free. Exactly. And, and that, you know, I've gotten a couple letters from people that have donated money that served in Vietnam and they say, if only, you know, we had that kind of acknowledgement, how, how far yeah. that would go. Thank you for doing it now, but boy, do I wish we had it then. Yeah. And so just think in the future, Trish, there will be so many soldiers saying we had this and we are so thankful she followed that prompt. Trish is an amazing woman. I mean, I can only imagine the things that they say about you and a soldier's hands and your willingness to follow. I just, it touches my heart. And I know everybody listening is having that same emotion. I know they are. I know they are. So thank you for what you do. Thank you. Thank you. And so tell us your version of your pow pow shoes, that thing you put on that makes you. I could, I can do anything. So two things. One is I put on Mary Kay. I'm looking at right now, Mary Kay fragrance that cause that says live fearlessly. I love it. So I love the name. I do love the scent, but I love the name even more. Yeah. And then I wear this. Can you see this? Yes. Yes. I love that. So when the troops came back, that first unit, that original unit, they came back to Alabama and they invited me to a barbecue. Uh-huh. So I actually had moonshine in the shed in Alabama. <laughs> I love it. And one of the gentlemen, and I cannot remember his name, he gave me this. And so the button is, was from his khakis. Yes. The cord is the parachute cord. And then I don't know if you can see, but there's copper wiring. Yes. That's wrapped around it. This was what would be laid across the road in Iraq Mm -hmm. that would, you know, if they ran over it, then the IED would go off the improvised, you know, detonation. Yes. And so what their part of their job was to pull up miles and miles and miles of this. And so they took part of it and wrapped it up and into this. And so I don't always wear it, but I, but I will hold it like this again. It's like, you know, because if they can do that, what am I afraid of? Yes. Oh, that's beautiful. Beautiful. So lead that now into a journal prompt for us today. Well, you already said it ironically, and that is to listen to the nudges. I love it. And that. You don't, you don't have to have all the answers, although it's uncomfortable. (laughs) (laughs) Um, You don't have to have all the answers, all the answers, but to listen to the nudges and to be faithful in that, whatever that next step is. That is beautiful. Thank you. And we can find all the information we need at a soldiershands.com. Correct. Pass this message out, share this podcast to as many people as you can. We need to get this message out there. I appreciate it. Thank you so much for hanging out with us today. You have been an amazing inspiration, even though you made me cry quite a few times. (laughs) 
Me Thank too. You. <laughs> Thank, Thank you, you so, Carrie. So much. Thank okay. You. Thanks. Hey, thanks for listening in. I want you to know I do not take it for granted that you give me this time to have coffee and tea together with me. But before you go, it would mean the world to me if you grab a quick coffee or tea refill and pop into the podcast reviews and leave me a review. It's how this podcast grows. It's how it reaches and empowers more women. And it's how I know how to serve you best. I want this podcast to be what you need. Make sure you subscribe so you never miss an episode and share it with your friends. And follow me on Instagram at I am Carrie V. Remember, it is never too late. Peace out, girlfriend. Pow, pow.